When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. How you doing, Pete? What's going on? I'm good, Chris. I've had a lovely bank holiday weekend, and I'm heading into the week proper. Uh, last week was the big podcast show. Uh, thank you to all uh, people who listen to the Abroad in Japan podcast who popped over to say mm. hello. Um, and I've hurt my ankle, and I spent yesterday inside the boot of my car, um, basically with the boot closed, like I'd been kidnapped or something, uh, while my partner um, threw water on the back of the car, because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how there's water getting into my boot. I figured it out, don't worry, uh, and my uh, the money outlaid to buy my new car uh, was not a waste of money, because I've managed to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> You spent untold sums of money on that car, didn't mm. you? Actually, no, you got it at a discount, so that's okay. Mm. Your sins are absolved. You're, you're fine. <laughs> but good God, that's not, that's not an ideal situation when you buy a brand new car, that you have to go in the boot of it and test it for water infiltration. It's, 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 it was just weird kind of... I mean, it wasn't a brand new car. It's 10 years old, Chris. I mean, you expect these sort of slight aberrations. But, uh, you know, it's, it's just all part and parcel of, you know, being a person who owns a car, I suppose, isn't it? Uh, that's a little bit old, a little bit long in the tooth. Um, uh, but but I, I didn't expect that I would spend most of Bank Holiday Monday um, locked inside my boot, uh, my part. My partner was very, very um, concerned that she'd never be able to get me out again, um, and I'd have to. Uh, she'd have to post me um, very thin ham through the through the gap in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> How many abroad in Japan listeners did you meet at the Great Podcast event? Because last time we had about what twenty, thirty, forty, hundred people show up. Mm. Um, How many this time? Oh, I mean, there was quite a few people. I think everybody who sort of came over to say hello to the to the people at, on Stack and 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 me at the at the Stack stand, um, they were in Van Vettel and they um, yeah they were very complimentary about it abroad in Japan. That's like the number one show that people were talking about. Um, so yeah, a lot of fun. I was kind of running back and forth to the office and uh, recording podcasts and stuff. But uh, yeah, it was it was a really really solid fun time. And I um, uh, on the Thursday uh, I couldn't. Get get on the train because uh, there was a bus replacement service uh, and so I had to get a hotel and that was a pain in the bum so I spent all of Friday just very very tired because it, you know it standing on your feet turns out for a 42 year old man it's 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 it hurts it hurts your feet it hurts your legs knackered knackered I was 
excuses. I just <laughs> got back from a Spartan race with oh. Nicholas Petas, and he's 50 years old, and he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> I mean, what I would say is that I've seen the clips and pictures uh, from that race, and I, I, it does make you sort of think, why can you not just run on a treadmill for a bit, go for a swim? It just seems very stressful. <laughs> No, no, you can't. Like, it's it's cool. Like this is the second time I've done the Spartan race, and there was me, hmm. uh, Nick from Junk Food Japan, uh, did it with Ian, your beloved Ian, and also uh, PewDiePie hmm. came along as well. And it was a bit awkward with uh, with obviously Felix there. I didn't want to make sure he got mobbed by hmm. loads of people or anything like that. And it was actually not too bad. But at the start of the race, we were at the front of the starting line. And uh, it was all kind of inconspicuous. It was me, him, Nick, in front of a crowd of probably 100, 200 people. And if you've seen the previous video, it's kind of like that, right? Mm. And uh, the MC guy, he's a really nice guy, a uh, Japanese-American dude, he went, oh, uh, before he did his announcement, he went, oh, Felix, wow, I, I actually worked with you without knowing it on the South Park episode that you were in. And <laughs> and uh, it's nice to meet you, and uh, it's great. And then he went, look, everyone, it's PewDiePie, oh, yeah, no. world's number one YouTuber guy, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> the whole audience were oh like, ah. So it kind of ruined that degree right. of inspicuous nature that I wanted. But he had fun, and of course, given he's Mr. Fitness Man doing his weights, he nailed every single obstacle, 20 out of 20, to the point that he left me behind. Uh, but I managed to do 18. Last time I did 16, this time I did 18. The only two I failed were the goddamn monkey bars, mm. which I'm sure you'd be able to pull off. I know you love your, your all things monkey. You could probably pull it off. You're a, <laughs> a fit young man. But yeah, next time you come over... We should do a Spartan race. No, through it. no, that's, that's a good thing to get fit for. Chris, that's never happening. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Have you you lost your goddamn mind? Of course I'm not. The uh, I, I I like the fact that um, with PewDiePie, like if if nobody said it was PewDiePie, I think he could get away with a lot more than most because he does look like generic, good-looking, tall Swedish man, doesn't he? Really? I mean, most Swedes generally look like PewDiePie. <laughs> like I think it's fair to he say, does. probably, probably. And of course, most of our listeners. Do you know we always mm. joke about how our listeners are all Swedish? I mm. did a deep dive in the into the statistics recently, mm. and they actually are all Swedish. <laughs> so I don't know if that's become like a self-propagating thing that we mentioned Sweden, yeah. and thus more people from Sweden tune in. But uh, thank you to our Swedish listeners. There you go. Uh, we got a story <laughs> this week from Zach from USA, who says, uh, "Hello, Chris and Pete." I wanted to share an experience of mine while visiting a photogenic seaside shrine in southern Kyushu. Ooh. One could access the shrine through a Tory gate at low tide, where familiar shrine uh, accoutrements. Accoutrement. What accoutrement. is that word? Where familiar accoutrements. Tittle tattle. Accoutrements. Bits and bobs. Would await. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad we've got you here because I. How do I not know all these words? I suppose it's a French word. <laughs> One of my so. favourite ones, uh, including a water basin. <laughs> including a water basin with wooden ladles for doing the purification ritual of rinsing one's hands and mouth. Now, at a previous location uh, on this trip, I drank water from a natural spring, which provided teacups for its thirsty visitors. So I interpreted this basin to be another type of water fountain and help myself to a refreshing drink. But the next morning, after doing a bit of sightseeing in the car, I started to become quite nauseous on the winding roads. 
I've never been one to get car sick. I surprised my friends by asking to pull over, where I proceeded to have a tremendous projectile vomiting session. <laughs> After a few hours rest and some proper hydration, I recovered just fine and learned my lesson. Don't drink the shrine water. But at the same time, I don't recall any obvious signage saying not to drink the water, at least in English. So I'm wondering... If other people have made the same mistake with such dramatic consequences, <laughs> thank you guys for the show. Zach from USA. Well, Zach, I think I don't think you're supposed to drink that water. Uh, a lot of people do swish it around their mouths to like cleanse their mouths, right? Um, but to drink it outright, <laughs> I don't think that's a very good idea. What do you reckon, Pete? What should Zach have done or I, not done? I personally would never. Um, put any water. I mean, I'm funny. Even in places that I am sure that the water is fine, I'm not a big fan of tap water. But then I'm not a big water drinker, so maybe I just don't see it mm. as being that important. But uh, yeah, I mean, geez, oh, that's that's absolutely wild. Drink. Like to to suddenly just feel incredibly unwell and start barfing. <laughs> at least the uh, at least the culprit was pretty easy to ascertain. Yeah, uh, on that one, at least because obviously it's often quite like vague, isn't it? When often you're sick, you don't know. What caused it this time around? Pretty damn obvious. Don't drink the shrine water, guys. If you take one thing away from this episode today, other than Pete Donaldson doesn't like drinking water, it's to avoid consuming water at shrines. Uh, And speaking of horrible things in food and drinks, we've got a story this week involving a frog in some food. Take it away, Pete. What's going on? Why is this just stories about to ruin udon noodles for me? I, I might drink some of that water that I found in the back of my car. Um, uh, fast food. Oh. <laughs> we all like it. You love it. We all love it. We all talk about it. That's pretty much all we talk about on this show. But uh, an udon chain have apologised after finding a frog in a takeout dish. The Maragamis Salmon <laughs> uh, fast food udon noodle chain... chain um, Apologised on the uh, company's uh, official website after a customer found uh, a frog in its new popular takeout salad, Udon Dish. We deeply apologise for causing significant concerns and troubles. Uh, The Maragame Seaman received the report from a customer who bought spicy dandan salad, Udon, at its restaurant in Isahaya, uh, Nagasaki Prefecture, in May 21st. Um, The frog was mixed in at a supplier's uh, vegetable processing factory. Uh, It will will receive guidance from healthcare centres and conduct inspections at all of its vegetable supplies. So basically, a frog just popped in, said hello, or a bit of salad and a munch probably I don't really know what uh, frogs eat <laughs> insects insects and it's insects so they probably popped in for an insect that was on the uh, on the salad and it's inadvertently found its way into the uh, for me for stuff like that I just sort of think that's fresh you know that the salad is fresh because the oh, frog no. is still there still alive delicious <laughs> No, I mean I, I feel bad because I recommended Marugame Semen, uh, Semen, mm. uh, like just last month in a YouTube video. Oh, and now oh dear, this this has oh happened because of all things, out of all the um, things that in a, a, in a, a fast food shop, a store called Semen, basically that, that's you get you get frog, <laughs> you, you're expecting <laughs> no. semen and you get frog spawn. No. <laughs> that is a cataclysmic mispronunciation of say men yeah say I'm not sure what say means but men means noodles obviously yeah um, please please no see did you did you ever on. see that advert no. uh, for um, some kind of noodle maker I can't re- it, I think it was like a, it was a it was a pot noodle maker I think it was probably cup noodle um, but it's this muscle man mm. this big mm. this big uh, kind of um, Japanese uh, hunk 
It was like starting with a big blob of um, whatever they make noodles out of, the flour and the water over, and it's this big sausage. And because he's big and muscular, he's like spinning it around. He's gone, and he just keeps on going, man, man, <laughs> man, man, <laughs> and he throws the noodles, and they've turned into stringy noodles, and they fall into the cup noodle, and uh, and but he's just screaming, man. With like crazy Japanese music underneath. I'll have to stick it at the end. You know what? I'll stick that at the end of the podcast for a little treat. Man! <laughs> oh, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, exactly. That was years ago. I don't think I've seen that advert in years. That was a classic. Though. It was the 80s, I believe. As Japanese adverts at its finest. Yeah. Mm. I, <laughs> I mean, at least there was no frogs coming out of the men when mm. he was tossing it around, <laughs> spinning it. Like, can you imagine just like prodding your udon needles and then like a frog's head? Just sort of pops out. I, honestly, I, I I don't see enough frogs in my life. Like the the the, the wildlife around here uh, is foxes. <laughs> You'll occasionally see a big fat badger every now and again. Um, I was doing the football ramble yesterday um, on on bank holiday Monday. We we're recording this on Tuesday, and you didn't need to know that uh, exposition, but that's how we got here. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we were watching. Um, a fox on an adjoining roof. This is some fox cubs being born in 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 the uh, near Stack HQ in Highbury, and uh, they're, they're mm. running around and stuff. Anyway, there was a fox on the roof, <laughs> and two magpies were tormenting what? this poor thing. It was a little fox, and he stood on the roof, and you know it's daytime. It's you know nine o'clock, ten o'clock mm. in the morning. And these two magpies, and I don't think he can really get down. I think he's climbed up too high and he couldn't get down. And uh, and these magpies were absolutely tormenting this poor fox, like going for his tail, pulling his tail and flapping it, like trying to lift him up off the ground. And they're oh magpies, for crying out loud. Then two crows come along and they're starting to fucking torment the poor fucker. So we were just watching this weird scene. And it was like the magpies, Newcastle United, they're having a good season. Uh, the Foxes, Leicester, they've just been relegated. So we saw this as some kind of uh, football-based allegory uh, in, in the uh, in the Animals of Farthing Wood style. It was really, really weird stuff. So I'm just saying that if I saw a frog, I'd probably be quite delighted because I just don't get to see enough frogs in my life. Well, that's lovely. I mean, I, I, I don't even know what to say to that. You floored me <laughs> Sorry, with your animal stories. Uh, have you, do, I recently learned, though, do you know the... Um, the monkeys of uh, Nagano Hot Springs and how yeah. we've covered them and whatnot. Yeah. You can actually, there's a place a little bit downriver from there where you can actually sit in a hot spring and bathe with the monkeys, which I kind of heard as an urban legend, but I didn't realise you could actually do it. And I don't know how I feel about that. I looked it up and you can see people like splashing around in this hot spring mm. with like sitting next to monkeys and surrounded by monkeys. And that struck me as a very sort of Pete Donaldson thing to do. Um, <laughs> how would you feel, as someone who loves gibbons and various monkeys, how would you feel about bathing alongside the monkeys in a, in a hot spring, in the snow? Is I'd, that something you would do? I, I wouldn't mind that, but I just, I'd, I'd be worried that they would reject me somehow. They'd be like, yeah, yeah we're not... Um, <laughs> that, like, I'd get in the pool, I'd get in the bath, and they'd just sort of go, uh, get out, <laughs> this dirty boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell! It's a good chance, and you got to not. St- it's kind of awkward because you can't stare at them, right? You're not allowed to stare the monkeys in the face because oh. they see that as a threat. So you have to sort of sit in this hot spring and give the side try eye. And enjoy it while splashing around with monkeys. <laughs> yeah, and then giving them the side eye, not making eye contact, just introducing a sort of awkward level. Uh, just a, a really un- unpleasant scenario. That's some kinky but I might stuff. try it. 
I'd be tempted to do it. <laughs> it is. Um, but it's been a bit of a rough week, actually. Complete 180 on the news here. It's been right. a bit of a rough week in that part of Japan, right? So the monkeys uh, are in this area called like uh, Nakano mm. area in uh, Nagano Prefecture. And there was a story this week, a gunman... Uh, which is quite a rare thing, especially mm. out in the countryside. A government yeah. had a standoff, 12-hour standoff with the police and left four people dead in that part of Japan, part of Japan that's usually just known for monkeys and nice food and peace and quiet and skiing. This guy holed up in a building and um, had a standoff and killed a few police officers. Shocking stuff. Wowzers. And uh Yeah. Pretty, did, you, did you hear about this like, outside of Japan? Was it covered? No, no, no. the media. Really. Outside I mean, Japan just, likes to cover these sort of things. Yeah. I mean, you just uh, somebody pointed out this morning actually that um, we were talking about we were talking about um, Shinzo, somebody um, sh- uh, shooting. I think um, Shinzo Abe, like a couple, like a year before he was uh, he, he was sadly killed, um, and 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 rec- and recorded the audio and put it on Twitter and sent it to me. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Um, whoever that was. Um, oh my and, god. Uh, <laughs> It's all very worrying. Um, but, uh, yeah, we weren't involved. We weren't involved. But, I mean, he had to make his own gun. Thank you, Mohammed Val Mawia uh, on, on Twitter to, for, for getting in touch and sending us, uh, um, yeah, <laughs> sending us a clip a few years before Shinzo Abe's assassination. Uh, but, yeah, we uh, uh, that, mm. that guy had to make a gun. Like, So I can't imagine guns are that prevalent or available. It's did, quite hard it? to get one, I imagine. It is, except for, I think you can get them for certain things like hunting and shooting targets. This guy had two shotguns and a half rifle and an air gun. I don't even know what a half rifle is. What's a half rifle, Pete? Oh, I don't know. My knowledge of guns is poor. Is it like the Half-Life series? (laughs) Half rifle. It's not that, no. (laughs) Half rifle, half rifle. But like, yeah, so you can get guns in Japan. There was also another shooting in West Tokyo the other day as well that was prominently in the media here. So it's been a bit of a bumpy week for um, yeah. gun crime in Japan, something that uh, obviously is, is generally very rare yeah. across the board here. Um, but yeah, it's a constant <laughs> reminder that uh, bad things still happen in Japan. Uh, we give it, you know, I think Japan gets a, a green card and a pass for a lot of things. But I guess the crime is a lot lower here than uh, than in the West generally. So mm. there's that. But uh, yeah. It's kind of a shocking week. Yeah. Uh, we're back just a moment, guys, with the stories, comments, and questions in the Fax Machine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolson? Alex says, Dear Chris and Pete, my name is Alex. I live in Denver, Colorado. Uh, how does the job interview process in Japan differ from that of Western countries? Do you know if there are specific dress codes or formalities I should be aware of in this situation specific to Japan? Are there differences in what you can and cannot reasonably ask for in terms of salary and benefit negotiations in Japan? Thank you, Alex. Ooh, negotiating salaries. Mm. I, I, I don't think I've ever been... I mean, I, I think my last proper job interview was... 21 um, and I've been absolutely stealing a living <laughs> since um, so it's, I, I'm, I'm celebrating my uh, 20 year anniversary of my last job interview but like going in and, and negotiating <laughs> salary as you do an interview uh, or outside that interview process and that's not something that I've ever had to do so I don't know how you would do that uh, in, in Japan Chris what about you? I'd love to see you ask for more salary. I could see you literally like, could I have more money, please? I'd love to see that. I am, I am passable at best. (laughs) (laughs) Give me more money. Um, I don't really know. Like, honestly, most of my friends work for Western companies in Japan. I think it would be the same for the most part in those organisations as it would be back home. But for Japanese companies, I don't think you get much in the way of negotiation of salary. I don't right. think you get to negotiate much. Um, and it seems to be very formal. I remember watching my students training, the ones that weren't going to university, uh, training and prepping for interviews in these companies. And it's very rigid. Mm. You know, you know, like these days when we do interviews, we like questions like quizzes and sort of thinking puzzles and Google-esque sort of questions on why can't uh, why a manhole covers round for example that one always comes up doesn't it and you've got to sort of think on your feet whereas in Japan it's very much like you come in you bow you make sure you've not got any bloody ear piercings in you make sure any tatties you do have are covered and you come in and you bow and what I saw my students do is they had to sort of say their name they'd be like oh Takeshi Sato Des Yoroshiko Nagashimas and then they'd sort of reel off a certain list of sentences about themselves kind of like a mm. quick jiko shokai self-introduction and they'd do that and then they'd eventually sit down and then they'd get the questions but it just seemed a bit more rigid and a bit more kind of well just more formal in general yeah. um but uh yeah luckily i haven't had to uh, go through such a process the only thing i did have was the uh, the jet interview and luckily that was also pretty decent across the board um 
but yeah, I, I, I can imagine. I, I'm curious though, if any of you guys listening in have worked for a Japanese company and gone through that process, I'd be really keen to hear mm. what that's like, right? I think um, I, I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine I'd be able to um, come up with the right answer. Have we dealt with the round uh, uh, manhole cover thing before? I, I, have we done? I, I, I've, I've got a sneaking suspicion that in the deep and distant past, you've distant past, you've asked me um, whether you've asked me about um, how you, how you would do that. How <laughs> you know how you would answer that question? But I can't bloody remember, Chris. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it's because you can't drop the manhole covered down the hole if it's round or something. Oh. Prove me if I'm wrong. Really? You probably okay, can. Right. But like, does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, um, would it? Um, yeah, maybe. Or, or maybe there's just more failure points at the corners. I, I swear we spoke about this before, but I clearly didn't take any of this in because I can't remember why they make round, <laughs> round manhole covers. <laughs> <laughs> when, when, uh, when you hire people for your stack podcast media empire what kind of questions do you ask how do you how do you get people on board number one is do you like me uh but b is uh will you will you like me in the future and uh uh, like like more in the simpsons please don't tell anyone how i live That will that's the secrets revealed of yep. how to work for Pete Dolson. Exactly. Uh, apparently, manhole covers around uh, because they won't just fall in the sewer. You'd have ah. to rotate the cover exactly the right way. Therefore, manhole covers around so they don't need to be rotated and there are no corners to deal with. Also, a round manhole cover won't fall into a hole because it was rotated the wrong way. Ah. So it's safer. So there you go. Next time you have a... Google interview, you've won. You've got the job. We've got a story here from Tristan from Houston. He says, hello, Chris and Pete. My name's Tristan. Uh, Is there a good, light-hearted way to say, I'm sorry for my shit Japanese when attempting to communicate? It'll probably be something I need to say often while I'm there. Sincerely, Tristan from Houston. Pete, do you know what to say when you're not confident you're Japanese or you just don't know Japanese? Oh, uh... I would probably say Gemenasai Nihongo Muzukashi. I mean, that's there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing, there's wrong, nothing with that. wrong with that. That's would, approaching yeah. something, isn't it? <laughs> Japanese difficult. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if you want to outright just say I don't understand Japanese, it's just Nihongo Wakarimasen. Mm. Like, that's it, right? Yeah. Nihongo Japanese Wakarimasen. Mm. I don't get it. And I remember when I uh, when I first came here, I was taught the phrase. That I and it was a phrase I used a lot. It was like, "Ah, see myself, matashino nihongo wa mada heta des," which kind of means like my Japanese is still bad. Like heta means kind of the opposite to heta means the opposite to jozu. Right. Um, yeah. So that's another way of saying it. So yeah, like, nihongo wa mada mada means still nihongo okay. wa mada heta des yo. Uh, my Japanese is still bad. So that's one way of saying it. But mm. uh, yeah, I think I'll do. I mean, that is off. That's probably more colloquial, to be honest. People might use that in a more colloquial way anyway. So, good. That's a good answer. And we've got one last one here from Augie from Denton. He says, Dear Chris and Pete, my girlfriend and I are going to study abroad in Japan next month. Oh. Fantastic. I'm delighted to hear you studying my channel. Uh, she loves cats, and I wanted to take her <laughs> to a cat cafe. Do you know any other places that are cat-themed that she may enjoy? If not, maybe any places that you have enjoyed. Keep up the great work. Augie from Denton, Texas. I 
mean, there's loads of cat places. There's cat cafes. There's the uh, the cat room at the Cao Plaza Hotel, which is just a room smeared in Hello Kitty paint uh, and <laughs> smeared. Lots of horrible Hello Kitty <laughs> paraphernalia. <laughs> Hello Kitty uh, paraphernalia. There's uh, Gotokaji Temple, the cat shrine that's pretty cool. There's like a thousand uh, Maneki Neko lucky cats there. It's kind of cool. There's the cat train, which you talked about before at uh, Wakayama. Uh, with uh, Tama the cat, or Tama 2, because the first one's dead. Tama 2, the cat, and the cat train. The yeah, sport for choice. If you love cats, you've picked the right country. Oh, it's the city. Do you know anywhere cat-related, Pete, that you've been or want to go? It's the Cat Nation, Chris. Uh, I, I'm reliably informed by an Amazon video. Um, it's, it's, I mean, <laughs> oh, no. it is, I mean, it is, if you're into cats, I mean, you don't necessarily see the actual um, uh, definite article that much, but you definitely, everything's just a bit cat-related. There's so many cat cafes. I mean, like, out of... I love dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's no, never a dog cafe when you need them. There's, you're probably more likely to see a hedgehog cafe or an owl cafe, uh, but most of them are cat cafes. Oh, God, They've been yeah. there for such a long time. And the place usually absolutely honks <laughs> while you're eating your dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that does, that does. Um, yeah, cat cafes are still pretty popular. Luckily, I think the owl cafe and the hedgehog cafes died off a bit because mm. that was pretty... Not good. Yeah. Um, whereas cats love the attention, I think. Um, was pretty sad. But, um, yeah, no, you've picked the right country. If you like cats, you'll have a blast. But good luck studying uh, over here in Japan next month. Should be a lot of fun. I know a few mm. people that have taken up studying Japanese recently, and I'm quietly envious because my Japanese continues to nosedive, and it's disappointing. I was in a... I'd stayed up till 4am the other day, mm. um, putting up a bloody Abroad like Japan, Chris. Journey Across Japan episode. <laughs> and then I had to get... That's, I know, right? It's on point, on brand there. Um, and I I was lazy. I got a taxi and um, it turned out I had the most talkative taxi driver in the world and he wouldn't <laughs> stop talking. I just wanted to sleep. I like talking to taxi drivers, right? Yeah. It's fun. But like this guy, he was like really old. He was about 80 years old, mm. uh, which was always a little bit worrying um, <laughs> given it's the elderly people in Japan who cause the most accidents. Um, and he was just, he spent the entire drive bragging that he knew the area better than anyone. Oh. We got caught in a traffic jam. He was like, watch this. And he drove down like an alleyway and like over someone's garden <laughs> and just <laughs> through a neighborhood. Uh, and he was like, oh, the old ways are the best. The old ways are the best. <laughs> the I know what I'm doing. This used to be like, a road before they built houses, driving through someone's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> it, was, it was terrifying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I was just sitting there like, I just want to sleep and die. And he just wouldn't stop talking. But I, you know, I had to speak Japanese and it was just so rusty and bad. And when you're tired, uh, or certainly when I'm tired, the Japanese doesn't flow easily yeah. um, like it did, like it used to. So I need to get back into it. So good luck, Augie, with your studies. I need to get back to uh, studying Japanese myself. But mm. uh, yeah, be wary of the taxi driver. It's nice, though. It's nice to have a talkative taxi driver in Japan, right? Like, have you ever encountered that in Japan? Um, you, I remember we had one on the way to the um, steak restaurant in Kobe um, who, I think, didn't he talk oh, about yeah. boobies? Did, wasn't he talking about pet? He had pears in his taxi. <laughs> he had pears in his Pineapples taxi. or something. Yeah. I think it was, I think it was, pe- oh yeah, maybe. It might have been pears though. Um, I think it was pears actually, Chris. Uh, if I remember nothing else, I remember that he did have some pears and they were delicious pears <laughs> and he spoke, he compared them to tits, I think. That was his. That was his big thing. Yes, he did. Mm. 
he said something like opai opai fruit or some shit like that. Opai <laughs> means breast, right? And uh, yeah, I remember feel I, I was it uncomfortable or funny or was it somewhere in between? I don't remember. I remember very vaguely yeah. just thinking it's time to get well, out. Well, we had someone who, could, who, right who was now. trying to. <laughs> I heard the word opai uh, and I was like, hey, that's one of my words. <laughs> hey, that's one of the words I know. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I had a good time. <laughs> don't know about anybody else. <laughs> He didn't. He didn't drop a chigai mask, though, did he? he no, he, no. Five, he, didn't he drop just shouted mask. the word boobs, and then <laughs> and shouted the word boobs, and then went, "I'm so sorry. What a mistake." <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, there you go. For the most part, though, guys, taxi drivers pretty uneventful, other than mm. boob fruit and reckless elderly drivers who want to prove that they're better than GPS. Most For the most part, taxi drivers are quite quiet in Japan. Keep the stories, questions, uh, comments coming in to Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. If you've ever worked for a Japanese company or gone through the recruitment process, let us know what it's like. It'd be cool to read out a story. But for now, guys, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days, and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad in Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye. in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.